What is going on, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box, the cover price top 10 list for your Tuesday. And it's the uh, weekly exercise of how many Lords does it take to count to 10 backwards? And today, that list is three because Ryan had an incident with Chipotle, but we won't get into his business too personal. Uh, before we kick it off, I just want to tell you guys, please adjust your speakers. The bass is extra deep as we go into a new DJ Curse remix of the Lord's theme song. Now let's do this. Rewind, select, and come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? I just want to apologize if we blew up any woofers. Uh, so <laughs> ask for my man, DJ Curse from the world famous Beat Junkies. He laced that up for me. I said, yo, man, why don't you cut up the Lord's theme? And he added in some extra goodies. If you don't know, check out the I am DJ Curse on Instagram. And why don't you say hello to Otto from the Grotto? <laughs> say hello. To What's up, everybody? We'll try this again. It's good to see All everybody. Right. Hit that mute button, but I, uh, I'm ready to go. All right, that was a very inauspicious beginning, but <laughs> Nemesis Prime, say what's up. What's up, man? Uh, three men in the basement are going to run the show with Tim tonight, man. Excited. A lot of good it books like, today. It looks like, uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah we may have some miles on there. We may not have some miles, but there's some other interesting stuff on here. As, and I always like when there's some new stuff on the list. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. My man Sith Lord is holding it down with the wrench earlier in the tailgate comic man, Mandy. Comic man, Andy, the comic core. What's up? Johnny Dakota. Uh, just goes on and on and on. Victoria Pagak. Hello. Uh, shout out to Captain Crunch. Shout out to everybody. Thank you all for joining us on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon in uh, back to maybe quarantine times, man. But this is uh, Tuesday. And uh, if you're new to the channel, every Tuesday we do our cover price top 10 sponsored by our friends at coverprice.com. Go over to coverprice.com. For all your combo collecting needs, you got to look up prices. You can look up uh, the top 10 list, which is based off of aggregate of uh, four different websites. 
and they pull up the sales data from the uh, back issues that was sold the week ending Sunday. So this is all the books and they use eBay, Comic Connect, My Comic Shop, Comic Link, and some other great stuff. The show is also sponsored by our friends at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com, use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% anything in the KRS Comics store, including those gorgeous exclusives there. And we also are sponsored by Lower uh, the geeky swag shop, man. Make sure there are we are pre ordering Lords and Longbox tees once again. Once we hit 24, that we will go ahead and start shipping them. But we're also selling the face mask. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 10% off anything in the geeky swag shop. Right now, I think we need about 16 more to fulfill this order. So, right now, I'm rocking the uh, the white. T. This is uh this is like the beta version. The logo is actually bigger, and then you know, mm. actually all three colors. We got the blue one that uh, Justin's rocking, and we got the black one that Otto's rocking right there. So T's just in time for the summer as it gets hot, boys and girls. So let's get right to it with our cover price weekly top 10 selling back issues. And as always, we always have a runner up. So it didn't quite make the top 10, but it's almost right there. And should no surprise at all, it is a miles book. This one is Spider-Man number 20. And this is, um, I guess, the only reason it's really hot is because of the social climate right now. Miles getting arrested with handcuffs. So it's definitely part of Miles mania. It's not going away anytime soon. And and I think there's, I'm finally finding out why these Miles Morales books are, are, are picking up hot. And you're going to find out on the July 4th Mikey Sutton Scoop Jam. Yes, there is actual Miles live action news. I don't think this book is going anywhere i mean I, if anything i think the market has finally adjusted itself because miles morales is a hot character and it's i think before it was really cheaply priced but now everybody's buying it up so this particular cover sold 41 copies with a seven day trend of 95 percent at a high raw sale of 50 dollars. that's crazy Damn. prices price settled down for 30 dollars. however prices seem to be picking back up for the higher grade copies prices most likely come down as more and more copies are found at local comic shops this is the key to modern spec. There are an abundance of issues out there. So don't fuck around by getting VF copies or 8.5s <laughs> or 9.0s. Dude, get yourself a high-grade copy because once the dust settles, all the 9.6s and 9.8s are going to be the ones that the collectors go for, right? I mean, we can all agree that a 9.4 is a kiss of death on a modern – unless it's a – Deservic variant that auto sold, then, then you know that That's one. Right. That, that one's like recession proof right there, man. So I'm pretty sure we will rub that in the auto's face once it hits like the five thousand dollars for oh, a yeah. point two. So, but it's getting there. But that thing is a ghost. Um, and what's coming up right around the corner are Spider Gwens. Spider Gwens, that Greg Land variant is a ghost. If you do find it, it's like five grand for a nine point eight. Now it's Oof, absolutely. Thank God, I got one. I'm so pissed that I got. I saw I had a nine eight sign by Greg Land, and I, and oh. I saw. I thought I sold it for a lot. I sold it for fifteen hundred, and now I see where it's at. I'm like, well, you know what? Hey, for what I paid, I still came up on top. But hey, man, always FOMO, right? Always. If you've been collecting long enough, you are going to regret something more than some more than others. All right, boys and girls. So that is number eleven. Runner up is Spider Man number twenty from two thousand and seventeen. And let's get to with the top ten. What do we got for number ten? Well, this book actually you talked about last week on Lords of Longbox. This is Daredevil number nine. This is a you know we mentioned it last week. There was a casting notice fitting the look of Maya Lopez, aka Echo, 
who appears in Daredevil number nine. It did spike to the uh, did spike these uh, speculation. So it, she is going to be possibly coming to MCU via Disney Plus. A lot of books sold last week. Twenty eight copies for a seven day uptrend of hundred and forty six percent and a high sale of a two hundred and fifty dollars in a CGC nine point eight. Now I know that wasn't a Tim sale because nope. he got it cheaper than that. And signed by David Mack. And signed. So that's really good. And definitely with the uh, David Mack, Joe Casada, Jimmy Pamiotti on this book was really good for Marvel Knights. So this is a really good book. So is issue number 10 where she appears on the cover. So if you guys can't get the nine, but this there's definitely a lot of copies out there if you're looking in your LCSs. Keep and there's also, and remember, there's also her first appearance as Ronan in the New Avengers book. But I mean, the casting wasn't, and I think the Ronin is probably people aren't going to spec in a sense. Uh, Hawkeye already became Ronin in the uh -huh. new Avengers. But if you don't, I don't have the casting sheet here. I probably, I pr actually don't want to show it because I don't want to get in trouble because it was leaked, but I showed it in last week's video. Nobody else seems to want to show it. It was on the internet and then it was taken down. Basically it was a casting call for a deaf Latina or native American character. And mm -hmm. that, checks off all the boxes for uh echo aka maya lopez which is a great character um you know so they she could be in daredevil she could be in hot my guess is she's going to be in hawkeye since, yeah i agree you know what i mean i mean i don't think people came out saying just because she appeared in first in daredevil well in the comics world people characters appear in a comic all the time but they don't necessarily stay you know stay there i mean look at punisher he was his debut is Amazing Spider-Man, but you think of Punisher as more of a of a Daredevil villain, uh, or excuse me, a Daredevil character as opposed mm -hmm. to a, a Spider-Man character. So, um, I think this is a cool book. I mean, people, uh, Ronan was a cool character, but you know, obviously uh, later on she became Echo. So this is a cool book to have. And David Mack is a kick-ass artist. I was a fan of his ever since his. Uh, what did he do? Was it she or somebody? He did some uh, some uh, comic in the 90s. Uh, some help me out in the live chat. I was just talking about it yesterday on the Comics, Tunes and Toys uh, sale. David Mack did she or Cybele. One of those comics from the 90s with an Asian uh, female chick. Kind of like it was it was all the rage back in the 90s. But all right. So number 10 on the list is Daredevil. Number nine from 1999. First appearance of Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo. Number nine on the list is a bit of a surprise to me, at least. It definitely was to me. And we're going back. We're going back to 1983. We're bringing up New Mutants number one. Could this be because of the final trailer release date of August 20, uh, 28th? The copies are selling more. Uh, this week it sold 22 copies. Had a seven-day trend of 224% and had a high raw sale of $105 on my comic shop. Which is bizarre because we were just talking about this. And this isn't even their real first appearance. So, Which was in the Marvel graphic novel. So interesting you know to see why this has legs or why the movie has been delayed and now they're finally bringing it you know out and we'll have to see what happens with this book but a great book chris uh chris claremont great great story with the new mutants trying to bring things out there so yeah i think everybody should have this book this is classic uh spec of and you're gonna see another one on this list where people didn't necessarily uh already snatched up or maybe the first appearance is already they've been priced out of it so you don't get the first appearance, you get the first series, their first solo mm -hmm. series, right? I mean, oh. and this one does have a couple of first appearances in it, but um, Karma, the Vietnamese character, actually first appeared in Marvel Team Up 100, 100 I want to say. Yeah, 100. Um, and then obviously they all appeared in the Marvel graphic novel first, but you know, this is still a cool book to have. One of those books that everybody should have in their collection. The Nimunes came out right on the heel of all the mutant. Uh, madness of the 80s and it was a hot hot title when it when it came out and then it ran for a good long time and then later on in the series there's some really really kick-ass 
uh, Sinkevich art uh, oh, covers right. on it. That's just absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. When, when yeah. Came Sinkevich out. had a nice long run on here. Mm-hmm. All right, so number nine on the list is New Mutants number one from 1983. All right, what do we have for number eight? Hey, we got Spider Gwen. Bitch. Ah, Spider Gwen number one, Humberto Ramos hip hop variant. So it's not a Miles one, but it's Spider Gwen. Damn you, Dave LeBeck. Of course, the Miles Morales Nas hip hop variant was hitting crazy prices in Raws and CGCs, but this one has lit a little bit of a massive fire across all the hip hop variants. So not only is Silk jumping, but Spider Gwen as well. Uh, However, it is the Spider Gwen Slick Rick homage that did sell the most. 24 copies, a seven-day uptrend of 223%, and a high raw sale of $44. So I'm glad to see my girl Spider Gwen on this list, man. Really good. And stuff. Uh, damn you, Bernie1869, who got uh, <laughs> this one from me. He got the Nas Miles. But you know what? I'm glad these hip-hop variants are finally getting some love because there are some dope, iconic covers, and I still have 50 of them, even though I sold uh, a lot of them. But it's good to see these. Um, I mean... Not only are they cool covers, but a, like when I put it on the auction, like all of them are first issues. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's another cool thing about these is they're all first issues. And it's just people, it's hip hop heads coming together with the comic book heads. And they're like finally seeing these for what they are. If you don't know, most hip hop artists, old school hip hop artists are all like major comic book fans. If you think yeah. about Eminem to Method Man to mm-hmm. like a first uh if you think about some of the, the Planet Rock album, they were it was a comic book. I meant uh Nucleus with the G- Nucleus would jam on it. A lot of these guys, if you think about Sugar Hill Gang, they were rapping about Superman and the first and Rapper's Delight. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, so it's cool that these are on there, man. And uh Spider Gwen is definitely gonna be hot. Spider-Man Spider Gwen will be the next thing to blow up, my guess, after Miles, because you know, it's only a matter of time before they start plucking uh more of these popular characters. Sony's thinking like like what was Sony thinking? Hey, let's do Silver Sable and these other characters when they're sitting on Miles Morales and Spider Gwen. I think with the with the with the success of the animated movie, they're like, hey, we're sitting on these great characters. We don't need to go with you know, I mean, me though. Madam Web has been on this list before. Who's cooler, Madam Web or Spider Gwen? Right. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, or uh, Jackpot. I mean, even Jackpot. I mean, all these Spider-Man characters are get hot, man. So number eight on the list is Spider-Gwen. Number one, the Umberto Ramos hip-hop variant from 2015. Uh, I'm going to have to talk to Cover Price. They have DC as the publisher on there. Ooh, I got a Marvel no prize. Oh, all right. Yeah. Number seven on the list is one of the master marketers of comic books on social media now. What is number seven? That's our boy Donny Cates right there. With Shout out to Donny Cates. Thor number four just came out. So, you know, he's hemming and hawing about the first appearance of Black Winter, right? This is Donnie Cates' new creation, Black Winter. It moved 51 copies, had a seven-day trend of $103, and had a high sale of 40 bucks for a CGC 9.8. So it's very, very cool cover. You can still find it off the rack. If you can still find it off the rack, God bless you. I hope you can find it. Um, but yeah, Donnie Cates is talking about it. He'll let you know through Twitter what his first appearances are, or, <laughs> you know, where it is. So. Yo, he has been hyping up Dark Winter for a while now. Before it was no, he was hyping it, and every, yep. you know what? Like I always say, you know, can't hate the man for his uh, for his hustle, man. You got to you know yeah. get it where you can fit in, you know. So number four, th- number Thor number four yep. just came out. It's already at a top sale of uh, forty dollars, and I'm pretty sure it'll go up, but. Be careful with these because they're, you know, people, if they're not attached to a movie, they have a tendency to flicker out. But Null has been around for a while, and so is Gore the God Butcher. And, you know, these are also, I would say Donna Cates is only building 
off of what Jason Aaron did. Jason Aaron's Thor run is absolutely incredible. And Donny Cates is just building on that. We haven't even talked about what Donny Cates did to Thor, which I don't agree with. But anyway, you know, whatever, man. But hey, he's uh, go follow him on Twitter because whatever he says, collectors uh, hinge on his every word. Every move. And uh, number seven on the list is Thor number four from 2020. Number five or number six on the list is a personal favorite of mine. What is number six? Alpha Flight number one, guys. And hey. we talked about this. We've dropped this news a while ago, I remember. Here yes, on Lord so this is not their first appearance, but again, it's another, it's Alpha Flight number one, which was their first ongoing series. So rumors of Alpha Flight joining the MCU, still unconfirmed, but it did help move 37 copies last week. It does have a seven day uptrend of 167% and a high sale and a CGC 9.8 for $125. I mean, you do get two first appearances in this, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Puck. But the team, of course, comes Puck, out. Yeah. Puck yeah. and uh, Marina, I think. Yeah. 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 So, but of course, you know, Uncanny X Men is the other book that has all their first appearances. But still, I mean, people are yeah. buying up New Mutants number one, not the graphic novel. Now people are buying up uh, Alpha Flight one. And this is a yeah. book that's been undervalued for so long. Such a great run. Art and story by the great uh, John Byrne. And mm -hmm. uh, this is, uh, and I want to say, I want to give due credit to where credit's due. This is directly based off of Mikey Sutton's scoop that he redid again. Recently, we did a we had Alpha Flight on our long term spec list uh, last year, so yep. you know this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. But Nike Sutton is blowing up now, and so he posted about uh, how Alpha Flight was going to tie in with uh, there's going to be a Wolverine Hulk storyline, and Alpha Flight is going to be involved. And uh, we'll give you more details on July fourth. But I attributed this book on the list to Mikey Sutton because a lot of sites ran with it. Some even stole it from Mikey Sutton as a scoop. So, my, you know, hopefully everybody's got one because we've been telling you to get this book for a long time now. And uh, shout out to you Canadians. There's a Canadian variant for this. That's $1.25 is the cover price. And that one is hard to get. But it's kind of the perfect uh, 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 kind of Canadian variant because it's a Canadian superhero team, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I would say the second spec for this, if it ever happens, there's a first appearance of Omega Flight, which is kind of the B team uh, of yes. the Canadian superhero team, and it's in the Alpha Flight. I, you guys have to look it up because I don't remember right at the top of my head, but I still yeah. have these somewhere, man. But there's some great covers. There is a whiteout cover that features Snowbird. That's yep. absolutely incredible. It's like all white, and it just has Snowbird on the cover. Yeah. Um, one of them yeah. that's a uh, homage to X-Men 109 with Wolverine yeah, yeah. on the cover. There's great yeah. stuff. John Byrne. Great, great stuff. stuff. Rest in peace, Vindicator. One of the few yeah. dudes that doesn't come back to life. I guess yeah, he blew the fuck up. <laughs> Literally, he blew up, and then his wife became uh, the guardian for a while. Yeah. But shout out to the Vindicator, man. You know, good old Captain Burn Canuck like. over there. Well, not Captain Canuck. Yeah. There's Burn actually like a kill him off. He did, and he was like, "I'm not bringing them back either." It was like, "Nah, they stay dead." Like yep. Chris Claremont liked to keep his characters dead too. So I mean, if for the longest time, Jean Grey was dead until they they had to bring her back for X Factor. So if you remember that, if it was up to these old school creators, they would never they would keep their characters dead because it makes a story you know that more important that's why the death of captain marvel is such a great story because captain marvel has pretty much remained dead i don't think there's been clones of him but he's never yeah. really came back you know uh shout out to marvel all right so number six on the list is alpha flight number one from 1983 we're halfway through boys and girls all right what do you got for number five yeah we're staying in the 80s we're staying with the book this book that we talked about last week x-men 193 like alpha flight the rumors of firestar joining the mcu uh via disney plus lit up her first appearance including her uh, first appearance in continuity appearance in this X-Men issue. It sold 32 copies, had a seven-day trend of 205%, and a CGC 
and a raw sale of $160. I can't believe this because you could have found this. You can find this for $5 in bins Damn. all over the place. So go out, find this book. You know, it's a really, really cool cover. John Romita Jr. cover. And she's on a cover. And Thunderbird's on is. a cover too. And, you know, they both get asked to be in the X-Men and they choose not to. So this but, is the oh, uh, well. this is the Harlequin thing, man. This yep. is the uh, first appearance was in an animated. It's literally Harley Quinn, but she first appeared in Spider Man and his Amazing Friends, and then this is the first appearance in continuity where you know she's a mutant and all that good stuff. So, and this was dropped uh, by the Lords and Longbox in a viewer mailbag question and uh somebody stole it from us and they ran with it and then uh that's where it goes so uh make sure you guys tune in on thursdays i uh, around three five six seven o'clock whenever i record it but we do a uh, viewer mailbag questions with me and mikey sutton and uh sometimes some scoops drop in there so peep it out it'll drop uh what is tomorrow oh tomorrow thursday i'm sorry mm -hmm. actually wednesday make sure you tune in tomorrow guys boys and girls we have a rarity our, our man the black knight is back and we have a long-term spec for something DC related. We don't get many of these, so make sure you tune in tomorrow at 6 p.m. Our man the Black Knight got some information on some HBO Max properties, and it's very vague, but the characters aren't. So make sure you tune in tomorrow at 6 p.m. for the long-term spec list, and then Thursday, we're going to drop something for you too. But anyway, number five on the list, Uncanny X-Men number 193 from, one, from 1985, the first appearance of Firestar in the 616 continuity, right? Is it the same yep. as 616 yep. continuity? All right. As I said before, the master marketer is back. Number four on the <laughs> list is. Well, we already talked about Thor. So here's Silver Surfer Black number four. And of course, we're talking about the Black Winner. So in this issue, there is a reference to the Black Winner, which was leading people to ask Donnie Cates directly on Twitter if he appears in the issue. He clearly said no. So all these sales probably happened prior to people getting the answer. Ouch. Collectors still can't get that past the reference and continued to buy the copies. 32 copies sold last week, a seven-day uptrend of 216% and a raw sale of $18. So quadruple your money. But you know what? Donnie Cates said no, so... Stop buying this book and this won't appear on the list anymore. <laughs> I tell you, man, collectors are stubborn as hell. Even if the creator says no, some app will say something or some website will say something. No, this is it. But this is, do you remember we had mime on our top 10 list for like two weeks? Yeah. Like people thought she was a uh, punchline. And then that, uh, the joke, uh, the, uh, the uh, Nightwing Kenyon. book, the Nightwing book, right? Oh, people thought true. it was that. That one was Nightwing number 70 was on the list for like three weeks until people finally decided, oh, that's not it. But I'm telling you, collectors are, uh, you guys are hard-headed, man. Hey, shout out to Gamma Comics Collectibles for the $5 Super Chat. Keep up the great work, guys. Everyone should check out the huge auction tomorrow night at 8 p.m. over on Joker M21. Go check out my man Joker M21 for their auction tomorrow. And actually, uh, after our show tonight at 7 p.m., NY Warriors are having an auction. So there seems to be an auction every day of the week, man. So there is no excuse to go out and buy stuff. Even if they're, you're stuck at home, you can go on to YouTube and uh, she'll build some auctions and get win some cool stuff, man. Matter of fact, where's Roman Curtis, man? I still haven't received my uh, Agents of Atlas book yet, man. <laughs> yeah, I bought that from like, I felt like two weeks ago, but I could have been high, so I forgot. Come on, All right, so now, Number four on the list, Servo Surfer Black. Number four, which I hopefully won't appear on here next week because you guys are buying the wrong books, according to Donnie Cates. Because Donnie, whatever Donnie Cates says goes, apparently. So if he said it isn't true, I don't know. Whatever. All right. So number three on the list is look at that. Look at that. It's still around, everybody. You might have thought it would have been number one or number two, but it dropped to number three. Ultimate Fallout number four. Sales are slipping just a little bit, but the sales are still moving a lot. With 94 copies sold, a seven-day trend of 91%, 
and still had a high sale of uh thousand thousand ninety for a CGC nine point eight. So it ain't going down, folks, and it's still well, moving. I so. think the top sale on a nine eight land we did this last week was uh twelve fifty. Okay. So I mean it's still hovering and, and I think that's brand. I still think it's gonna be a four figure book. It's gonna be in the nine eights and a thousand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh once July fourth comes, you'll find out why. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to say any more than that. But last night at Big To Do's um live claim sale, he put one up for it was a nine six and he put it up for five hundred and nobody bought it. Oh, that's ridiculous. Wow. But then he, he dropped it by 50. And then by that time, we had like 190 people watching. And somebody said, I was 450. I'll take it. Boom. It was gone. And that's oh. a 9.6. So, and that's still cheap for a 9.6. I have two that I have to find. They're raw. And now I'm worried because they're still in the poly bag. If you Ooh. guys don't remember, these, these were in I, the poly bag. So I'm worried that, oh, man, poly bags don't protect it from shit. It just keeps right. from seeing what's on the cover. But now I'm like worried. I got to pull them out. And uh, that's what she said. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully, <laughs> now I'm seeing these nine eights. I'm like, man, by the time I, you know, with my luck, I'd grade them, get them back in like two months, and they're like selling for like 600. But, you know, either way, I bought them for cover price when it came out. I have right. the entire, um, I have like a ton of Ultimate Fallout books, Ultimate series. And for some reason, I don't have any of the variants that people are looking for. I have the Ultimate Spider Man series after the death. I have the, there's a buildup to Spider Man No More. Remember the, the death of Peter Parker in yeah. the Ultimates? Mm -hmm. I have all those and then all like the second prints and third prints because back in the 2011, nobody was buying second and third print variants. I no. swear to God, it wasn't a thing back then. But now, I mean, you know, uh, I don't want to give away what's on the top two, but I don't, I, I, I okay, I'll say it. It's not going to be in a uh, Miles Morales second print or third <laughs> print book. So, uh, so if you guys are worried at too many miles in here, last week we had a uh, at least five uh, Miles Spider Man related books, and that's week like two or three. So, it's number three. So I expect it won't fall out of the top ten next week. I think the, I think, uh, I think it will continue to build, but uh, we'll see for how much longer, man. This book's got some legs on it, though. Good for him because Miles Morales is a great character. All right, so uh, you're almost there, boys and girls. All right, number two on the list is another Kate's book. Yeah, it looks like this week's the uh, Black Winner's taking over. So this is Thor number five, the Aesop Riddick variant, Dope. the one in twenty-five. This is the first full appearance of Black Winner. Was expected to do really well. We knew it. Are you That's sure the, it's the first full appearance? Well, I mean, Donnie <laughs> said that. You know, okay. Figures start the Silver Server Black isn't the book, so it's got to be this book, right? So it sold 42 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 257% and a high sale of $110 for a 1 in 25 variant. But it would be interesting to see what the future of Black Winter does hold. Will people care in about a year about this character, just like they did with some of the Immortal Hulk characters? So only time to tell guys. yeah but still a dope cover man isad isad rebic or rebic yeah, or whatever dope dope artist uh, i'm not crazy about um fabio thor though this look on him <laughs> like you know that the whole flowing hair and weird headband that's that my jason telling you jason aaron thor that's my shit right there that that run is absolutely incredible jason yeah, aaron he's the one that really kind of brought thor back to what his prominence was True. and the future Thor, Gore, the God Butcher, all the title, all Jason Aaron, man. Incredible, incredible writer, man. But, uh, you know, shout out to Donnie Cates for, uh, you know, taking Thor and uh, moving him along. So uh, that's number two on the list is Thor number five, the Isad Ribic. I'm going to Isad Ribak. Isad Ribic. It just sounds like Ribbit. That's so, all you're going to say. It's easy. So uh, what we need is Isad Ribic 
uh, Throg uh, <laughs> variant, where you know it's Thor, the the Frog Thor, done yeah. by Isak Ribic. That'll really throw you ribbit. off. Yeah, he'll be saying Ribbit, Ribbit. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get to number one on the list. You know what? For number one, I'll we'll do a little something special, and uh, we'll drop this. Ah, number one on the All list. Right. Is Thor number five, but how come I can't get the Isad Ribic variant? I've got to go with the. You guys set me up on this. The <laughs> no, Jung Yoon, the Jung Gung Yoon variant, right? Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. All right, so that's fine. So I said it right the first time. So this is the Marvel Zombies variant. Shout out to the Marvel Zombies for getting some love. It was a surprise number one. It had the highest growth rate while still moving copies, uh, like the other ones. It sold forty-one copies. Had a seven-day trend of. Uh, 311% and a raw sale of $23. I'm a fan of the Marvel Zombies. This is really cool. So Jung Young Woon, you did a great job on this one, you know. So that's your number one. So both yeah, those are dope you know? So, you know, and I think these um books, and I'll go back uh, full screen now. Uh Thor number five, the Jung Young, uh, Jung Young Yoon uh, Marvel Zombies variant from 2020. And I think these books have an interesting place uh in their kind of sales right now because it, you know, comic shops are kind of coming back. They're not they don't know how to really order things yet. Wow. So these these ratio variants, they may be a lower print run than I think initial let's just think if comic shops are just full-blown everything was going and going and news was coming and and at a normal pace shops would have been like oh one in 20 yeah you know i'll order seven of them ten of you know whatever but you know maybe shops aren't ordering like they used to because things are a little bit slow you know i wouldn't you know i'm like my shop is not totally open like the hours are you know they're a little bit different and they're not open seven days a week so I think some of the ordering, because uh, if we look back last year, you can get a one in 25 variant at a store. You may get six or seven of them, right? If they're ordering sure. a ton. But I think these ratios may be small. I mean, the only way we'll find out is a month from now when Comicron does their um, their monthly report, uh, you know, and I can ask him, say, hey, what do you guys have for the sales date on this or even cover price to see what these are? And my guess is some of these ratios are going to be a lot less than before. Like, you know, before one in 10, shit, you can find like 15 of them at your shop on a on a given Wednesday on mm -hmm. a new comic shop day so our uh, new comic book day um and speaking of um my man dollar bin fodder my man sith lordly uh they saw what you guys did with uh, Canada comic crawl and uh they want to do an orange county comic crawl and we may be doing it the week after july 4th we actually what we had actually planned to do was a um uh, Orange County comic swap, and I was going to do it at the big to do shop, but you know, obviously, with social, we're not going to be able to do that now. So, we're going to hit up Comics, Tunes, and Toys, Nuclear Comics, and maybe Alakazam Comics. Uh, maybe we should uh, go to Torpedo Comics just to shock everybody with the prices. Uh, since there's a, <laughs> there's a Torpedo Comics in Orange County, there used to be Big Reds Comics. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's uh, the only cool thing about that is it's in a pace and or in a that has an old town, and there's like 10 antique shops there. And I used oh. to go digging there, and there used yeah. to be shops that had uh, antique stores that had comic shops. And then I found out one day, one of the guys that worked at the antique shop was a comic collector. And I was like, no wonder he took all the good shit, you know, because I would sift through all these, like, crap books. I'm like, man, I found some comics, but all the good stuff is gone. Like, you would see, like, a run, and you would like, oh, number seven is the key issue. You go one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine. You're like, ah, oh, seven is gone. This son of a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
that happened yesterday a couple times looking at books. You'd, you'd see a hundred issues straight, and then there's like two two books missing, and they were the first appearances of like two yeah, characters. Exactly. Yeah, because you're sim- you're going slowly like, oh, is it going to be there? Everybody should do it. Yep. Um, <laughs> Dollar Ben Fodder said we should go to J and J and egg his car. No, we can't go to J and J. That guy had a uh, he had a that's the dude who's uh, infamous in Orange County. He had a brick thrown at his head. <laughs> so he has this shop. He has a shop in uh, Fountain Valley, I think it is. And he his shop is huge. It's giant. And it's weird because you walk up there, you don't think it's open because he doesn't turn on the lights when nobody's in there to save money on his electricity bill. That's that's how he is. And none of the comics have prices on him. So I was, I was going through there. I was like, oh, look at all this stuff. And I was like, that's weird. How much are these? And he immediately goes on eBay and starts giving me the price. Said, See ya. I'm out. Peace. See you later. Never coming back, dude. No wonder you got hit the head with a brick. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's, uh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. 167 of you watching, man. Appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys sub up. Uh, once we hit 5,000 subs, we're all 4,500. The channel is. Uh, two months away from a one-year anniversary relaunch. August 6th is Reboot. the first first video I did on here, so if I'm pretty sure we'll get to 5,000 for them, but uh, when we hit 5,000 subs, we'll do a giveaway, and for the one-year anniversary, we will also do a giveaway. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, 6 p.m. We're going to go live with a long-term spec list from our long-lost friend, the Black Knight, who's kind of been incognito because of the quarantine, so he hasn't been able to get to but stuff. But we have a DC long-term spec list for you tomorrow. I'm pretty sure you DC fans will really, really appreciate it. So we will go live tomorrow at 6 p.m. And then Thursday, we're going to be doing a mailbag. And then July 4th, Mikey Sun Scoop Jam. But all right, Otto, any last words? Yes, thank you guys very much for joining. Shout out to everybody who uh, got involved or liked all the pictures from the CT Comic Swap. It was a huge success. Uh, Three Men in the Basement is going live Thursday night. We got a 27-book invoice from CGC back. And uh, we're going to show some of the books that we picked up. Out of the highlights, because we talked about this. If we showed you every book, we'd be there for three days. <laughs> how, long did it take to get, how long did it take to get your stuff back on this invoice? Uh, this CGC invoice was, I don't know, Roger's in the live chat. It was... They were mostly, they were all moderns. So um, it was a pretty quick turnaround. I think we were looking at four and a half weeks, maybe, maybe. Damn. Uh, so it was quick, but they're all modern. So is that, the, is uh, that the rocket? No, these weren't the rocket. Ro- Roger and I just sent them through there. Ah, we do have okay, books with rocket right. right now. We've got a lot of books with rocket right now. Yeah. That I got to reach out to them. So we got a lot of books coming around. So yeah, yeah for absolutely. people who are uh, submitting directly, you see, I heard the turnaround times are pretty quick, but uh, yeah, it was, was good. good. It was about three weeks door to door for me. And then my, this last invoice, uh, I got there received on June 1st and it's just getting scheduled for grading. I think cause June had a lot of the private signing. So that's, that's true. Yeah. They're down. still doing that too. Right. But May, uh, April and May, I was sending in 25 books, moderns. I was getting them no joke door to door three weeks without a doubt. So, I, you know, um, you remember when the, the coronavirus first hit and they, uh, CDC found like a loophole, they, they were an essential business, but (laughs) man, from what I'm hearing about the, uh, Corona cases in, um, Florida, I'm just saying, get your stuff there. Uh, send your submit your stuff to CDC as soon as and I, I shouldn't be saying that because you know then you know I'd be like man my book's gonna take longer but you know I'm saying this as a collector as a fellow collector just in case you don't want 
um, that your books would be sitting there if they ever shut down. But for some reason, they found a loophole through it. I don't know if that loophole will still exist since the mm -hmm. outbreak has been pretty bad. But uh, man, I would have to hate to send my stuff to PGX or, or CBCS. Oh, oh, Wait, CBCS is in Texas now, too, Texas. right? And they're another yeah. hotspot. Yeah, hotspot, too. But PGX, I think, is in some dude's garage in yeah, the Pacific <laughs> basement. Yeah, we might as well start our own grading company like EGS did, you know. <laughs> nice. L-O-T-L-B. Oh, Lord's grading. Yep. We guarantee you 9.9s if you pay us extra. <laughs> All right, so uh, make sure uh, we will see you uh, tomorrow for our long-term spec list from our friend, the Black Knight, and then I'll drop. I'll give you guys some more news about uh, stuff we got coming up for July 4th. It's going to be big. Even though you can't go in there for fireworks, we're going to have fireworks right here on this channel. Hope you guys can join us. I'll give you more details on that tomorrow. Till next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes, and we'll leave you out with the old-school version of DJ Curse. Oh, that the Lord is up there. Um, What's in the box?